0: What is up, podcast fam? I am so excited for you to hear today's show. I really think you're going to get a lot of value. You're going to be able to cultivate more self-awareness, more consciousness to help you elevate your game to the next level, because you were born for greatness. You weren't designed to be mediocre. You are here for a reason. And it's time to tap in to that potential. And I don't want you to just listen to the show today. I want you to see what areas of life you can take action on to really elevate your game. Because like I said, you're here for a reason. And we need you at peak performance. And a lot of you have reached out in regards to coaching with me. And I am finally opening up the doors to my new 12-week transformation program where I'll be working one-on-one with you to take your energy levels, your heart health, your mental cognition to the next level. So if you're interested in learning more about this program and taking your health to the next level, make sure to visit www.thrivewithjeremy.com. I can't wait to see you there, and let's dive in to today's show.
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stand Up To Sitting podcast. I am your host and Chief Energy Officer, Jeremy Abramson. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you can feel it or if you're watching this right now, but right across from me is a dancing man named David Morin. And if the name sounds familiar, he... (laughs) Keep going, bro. Keep He's already been on the show once, yes. and you're actually the first person to come back for a second show. Oh yeah, but Repeat. you gotta cut that shit out because I have to keep composure. Okay. Composure. The shirts are gonna stay on this time, okay. and we dove deep last session into we talked about fasting we talked about unconditional love we talked about marriage and children and all of those things discipline yeah and we got a lot of positive feedback so i wanted to have your sexy ass back for round two
2: i gotta live up to that dude that's something man speaking of sexuality living in miami right tell me about this right it's often so misinterpreted like sexuality right vital energy like the energy that we have to just feel alive how nature integrates with all species just working together for proliferation of life and this expression of beautiful magic right and because of people's limited interpretation of what that energy is they're stuck in this paradigm of oh I, i i want this you know it's that old approach like you have to steal honey or you have to, you know, pick the fruit. A scarcity mindset. Yeah, it's a scarcity mindset. You see, because that came from the separation from nature. Mm. As soon as you separated from nature, you had to go back in and get some. Mm. Well, I'm like, if you're in it, you don't have to get anything because it's just permeating free. Mm. And that those, in your mind, you're like, these boundaries are real. So therefore, I have to step over them to obtain what I desire. And what do you think those boundaries are? Those boundaries are illusions. They're illusions. And they create all these hang-ups, these hang-ups of control and contract, and I need this and what's acceptable and play by these rules. Because all of that is just layers of condition and fear. Mm-hmm. And there is no true liberation in that. But then again, once you're liberated, it doesn't mean that you're like some sex-craved, like freak like scratching on the walls doing meth every weekend like yeah i just can to control myself man <laughs> you're not that guy either you're just i'm here to help i'm here to help right yeah and we have a genuine connection with somebody you can control the dynamics of it yeah. you can exchange energy through conversation through everything mm. and it doesn't have to be this kind of like narrow-minded puritan you know taboo you're sinning yeah. you're sinning now you must come before the Lord and confess your sins and then once you do it you come down by the water and then once the spirit of the Lord descends upon you I'm not trying to make fun of that but there is a reality to that and then there's like this fantasy right it. and yeah man the whole world is spirit the whole mm. world is beauty it's magic and with the ability to experience that like lately i been experiencing that yeah. No you have too, yeah, 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 you've been experiencing that. there's a tremendous amount of respect, right? There's yeah. so much respect you have to have. The more respect you have for it, the more grateful you become, and you get to meet new people and help people like you do it's that's the currency of meaning for me, mm. not the let's go to hook up and
1: the flesh trade, yeah, you know Ooh, the flesh trade, I'm yeah not into that, yeah and. And I think a good way to sum that all up is really finding your truth and living your most authentic life. And a lot of times, especially when it comes to me, it's like I'm expressing myself authentically and openly. And a lot of times people have put up these walls and these walls have got so high, and those same walls that they put there to protect themselves from getting hurt are the same walls that are blocking all of the blessings from entering into their life. Mm. And I see it right off the bat when you just introduce yourself, or you ask someone, hey, how's your day going? And right away, they're like, good. What do you want from me? Like They think there's some ulterior motive. Mm. And It's funny, I mean we were just at one of my favorite places, the Standard Spa in Miami Beach, and you can tell just like having conversations with people, especially women, you know, sometimes people are very like open and receiving, but a lot of times they're like, "Hmm, look at these two guys with their shirts off and their muscles." It's and- toxic. It's so toxic
2: masculinity. Like you're imposing on my vacation.
1: Yeah, you're of, a little bit of that, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like it's like you guys probably think you're such hot shit, and. You think you can just pull any girl and you're trying to do the same thing with me. You're treating me like a piece of meat. Like I'm a bone and you're a dog and you just have to eat your treat. Yeah. <laughs> just turn you over once and make sure that you're
2: not overcooked. <laughs> like a piece of meat. Yeah. You said it. Yeah, But, yeah. but it, a piece of meat's delicious. <laughs> a piece of meat is delicious. If, it, <laughs> if it's prepared. <laughs> right. And seasoned. And aged and cured. You know, it's all, you know. It's a process. It's, it's a process, man. Yeah. It's I, true.
1: I like that. You know, it,
2: it, I've had a few breakthroughs uh, in regards to how we as organisms communicate. And, the, and observing the same kind of resistance that you find with people. It's like... Um, were like the fascia is almost like a cell membrane, you know, mm. like now that they know about the fascia, it's kind of this, this encasing on top of them on the musculature that kind of like it communicates, like it stores trauma. It has, it's kind of like the membrane of a cell. Mm. And when you build, you have this trauma in your fascia, you can't communicate like what you really need, but you've internalized the pain. So what you do is anytime there's a a stimulus that triggers the pain, you're causing pain to someone else, which is you trying to educate them about what is hurting inside yourself, Mm. you know? But when people build up those walls, like you were talking about, that they just keep all of that toxic stuff in because we all know that the health of the cell is its excretory system is essential for it to get the toxins out and communicate what it needs and allow certain things to pass through the cell membrane for its its health so it's a symbiosis right yeah but the thicker that wall is right the more rigid that wall is the less they get fed what they really need yeah and you know it takes a champion man like yourself you're so you as an individual are so skilled at climbing those walls and trying to go look there's no fucking boundaries let's let's be friends you know we're cool let's let's talk like just be real be here like it's whatever we make it." it some people are just like let me
1: read my book and this guy's weird and
2: He's They're probably weird. not
1: even reading the book, honestly. Right. They're probably like been on the same sentence, <laughs> yeah. the same paragraph, the same yeah. page yeah. for the complete time they've been at the pool. Dude. There does come a time when you're like, I,
2: I've had enough with reading books. I want to. Why am I reading the memoirs of someone else who lived a passionate life and then they decided to chronicle it after they lived? Mm. Like I want to live my life, then I'll chronicle my shit. Yeah. But nobody is doing. In the history of the human race, like when you look at the pioneers, like if you look at, you know, Emerson or Hemingway or you look at like Davy Crockett or you look at, you know, even Wild West shit like Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Mm. You look at those guys, legendary figures, and some of them were so controversial that people wrote books about them and made money. Mm. (laughs) You know, they, they didn't those people didn't even live a life. They just wrote a book about someone who did. And they become famous as the writer of this story. But anyway, my point is is that uh, now more than ever, you have access to legendary shit. Yeah. Go travel. Go do something. Go explore. It's a limited amount of funds and a limited amount of time. There's so much distraction.
1: Just put the book down. Yeah. Participate. Yeah, and I think it, it, it's all. it's all, again, a sense of gaining awareness. Like, are you... Reading this book or listening to this podcast to distract yourself from your reality, or are you reading because you're actually really interested in this topic or in this person? And I actually want to be a better reader. Like I feel like this year I've actually become a better reader. I'm like, I, I understand my boundaries with books. Yeah. I'm like, this big ass book, it's not getting finished, right. so I'm not even gonna start it. You know, I, if, if in that case I'm gonna, I'll listen to it on audio but like a thin book, like The Alchemist, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like 150 pages. I'm like, that's digestible. I can commit to that. I can finish that in a month yeah. and I'll actually like soak it in and take something away from it <laughs> that I can apply to my teachings, my practice, my life. And I think you mentioned something really interesting about the trauma and the fascia. And if you've ever seen a dog Like, run into something. Have you ever seen that Mm -hmm. happen? So, if you've ever seen like a dog run into something or have some sort of experience that shocks them, they immediately shake. Yeah, they shake right after. Yeah. They're shaking off and releasing the trauma right as it happens. Yeah. Yeah. They're not waiting six months, six years, 60 years. Yeah. They're shaking it off. They're moving, they're moving past that moment. Right. And they're getting present.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, it's a valuable lesson that we can learn from. All of the canines around us mm. literally just shake your body, dance a little bit, no doubt. Maybe tap and and simple things like that. It,
2: it makes sense, you know, uh, that dogs are man's best friend, and that relationship, that connection. And then also, is it a coincidence that God is dog spelled backwards? man's best friend the connection back to nature like the first friend
1: dude i don't think i've ever
2: it's very simple but it's like breathing what can you unlock with something breathing like i listened to this thing the other day and it was like this guy who's like you know what Everybody is out there just screaming about, I can turn your e commerce based business in a matter of days into a multi six figure company with these techniques. You know, come down to this weekend's powerhouse where we're gonna charge you up and give you all the sales techniques you need. And we're gonna teach you all the click funnels. We're gonna get you to do all this shit, right? To make money. Yeah. But let me tell you something, dude, from somebody who's been there. You can take everything that you want, that you can have delusions of grandeur about. Live at the standard every fucking day. Have a Rolls Royce. Have a private jet. Have all the girls you want. Have all that shit right here. And then Mm. just have your breath on one side. Mm. And you'll choose the breath every single time. Mm. And you know what? It's the most important thing of the most important things that you think are important in your life. Yet, how neglected is it? Right. So you look at that relationship with your animal. How many fucking times miserable people come home and that thing is unconditional love in your face, accepts you, if you're an asshole, if you treated, if you're a CO and you fired 30 people, you come home to your dog and you're just like, you're the man, I love you, dude, you know? Or someone who's just been brokenhearted over and over again and that animal's just there to pick them right up. It's like, bro, that connection right back to... Through the hunter-gatherer times of creating that relationship. That's our lifeline. Yeah. That's our soul, that's the Western people's soul connection to the spirit. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's like our umbilical cord through the dog. Yeah. So I often question these things, like little nuanced terms like ocean and emotion. Ocean is pure emotion. We just call it the beach. Everyone goes to the beach and enjoys their fucking self. They ride the waves, right? The waves push you around. If you try to fight the waves, they're going to wear you down, and you could drown. But when you're in the waves, and you learn to trust where you're going, and just accept the flow of things, then like everything that's landed on the beach that you know a message in a bottle or trinkets that you find every day mm. those are always those messages that you're like oh dude this is unique cuz i found this this morning i found this thing on the beach that means something to me yeah random random randomness right yeah you go to the beach basically every day every day dude yeah and that's the beauty of the beach it's like a good book it depends when you read that with open eyes and you can discover new things, the sunrise is always different every day. The mm. tide is always different. The waves always crash differently every day. The beach changes all the time. And what washes up is a surprise. you got to wake up and see it.
1: Ooh! So, yeah. Do you
2: usually get up for sunrise? Probably four, three to four days a week I'll do that. I mean, sometimes, you know, like, for me, with my health conditions and stuff, I know that I need to get more rest. Mm. So there'll be some days where I'll I'll be like, "Look, man, you need to sleep in until about eight or nine o'clock. You were up till one or two o'clock in the morning, just doing work." And then there'll be other days where I'm like, "I'm okay. Yesterday, you rested. It's time to just get back in the heartbeat."
1: You know, yeah. talk about that a little bit. Talk. Ab- I want to know, <laughs> kind of, maybe the biggest health condition right now that is holding you back in some capacity or Mm. that you have to be super mindful of. Yeah. It's called getting old. (laughs) It's called being 45 and like, Oh, I'm so old. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean,
2: I was a semi-professional skateboarder for a company that was just like, that was my first love, man. Skateboarding. Mm. Such a beautiful art form. Like, and I have a perspective, maybe like skaters understand, But coming from California like yourself. Santiago. Santiago, you skate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Santiago would know. So you remember like when the boards were just you had a tail and a nose. Hmm. Right? At that time, skateboarding was still the child of surfing, right? Because surfers put wheels on a small surfboard and just carved it up, bro. You know, maybe hit a curb and would do some slides and stuff. But that interaction between the vibratory characteristic of riding that wave rode that the emotion of that was expressed through human beings and created a a thing where they could go over land, they could go over various different terrains with the same philosophy, the same energy. But skateboarding became real, and I got into skateboarding when the tail and the nose went away, and it just became two tails. Right? Because then you could skate both sides. Both sides of the brain were engaged. You can't do that on a wave. You only go one direction in a wave. Yeah. Skateboarding, you go in both directions. Right, So you have to be comfortable in each stance. Each side of the brain is being activated, mm-hmm. Balance. Skateboarding became its own thing then. Now skateboarding is its own art. Okay. And then what emerged from dual hemispheric activity with that equipment, became kick flip the rail to no slide to just infinite. Do you have any videos of you doing that? I do back in the day. I have to, yeah. It's all analog, like my boy has on his shirt. Yeah. He's an analog soul in
1: a digital world. <laughs> Wait, I, so because so, I was in Barcelona over the summer. And Say it, it right, bro. Barcelona. Thank you. <laughs> I was in Barcelona this yes. summer. Yes. And that's known as, I think, one of the top destinations Abs- for skaters, right? Absolutely. Because of the different architecture. And they're friendly. And they're the friendly, yeah, friendly
2: th- to it. They embrace it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you ever go there and skate?
2: No. Venice, though, Southern California, like Santa Monica, yeah. that's the mecca. Yeah. You know, that's where you want to go. If, you're, if you grew up skateboarding in the 80s and 90s just to go to Venice Beach, And to skate around there is like, man, this is where it was all born, like Dog Town and shit, you know, like I
1: that's a movie, right? Dogtown
2: Dogtown boys. I've seen that. It's really dope. Yeah. Real real dope. I love all those cult classic surfer skater, you know, uh, late eighties, early nineties era. Um, even bodybuilding too. Like the golden era of bodybuilding, like the Arnold, the Franco Colombo, the Frank Zane back Mm. then. Southern California. Yeah. That's when that was the place to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It now, hasn't now now it's it's transitioned to the three oh five. I, I think so. I actually do. I agree with you. I think there's so much that Miami offers people in regards to um, you know opportunity financially, because it's a recession proof economy. You have a lot of Russian people, you have a lot of Brazilian, Colombian, South American. Um, so the cultural diversity is kind of like enriching and when you can create those kind of networks with people, it's just super advantageous. There's a growth, it's a growth mindset, you
1: know, no scarcity. I think Miami is always and forever going to be like my home base. Yeah. Like I plan on continuing to travel a lot and explore different areas of the world, but Miami is infused with so much variety. Mm. And like you said, all those different cultures make mm-hmm. it very unique and special. The fact that you have the most beautiful beaches, you have year round sun, you have incredible women. And I'm talking not necessarily about right. their physical yeah, attributes, of course. I'm talking about the deep the yep. depth the oh, yeah. inside the personality yeah. the belief systems the <laughs> core values the heart sell it bro soul. sell it south florida has the best yes,
2: and the ble- the best plastic
1: surgeons also <laughs> <laughs> i don't know la miami baby yeah. anyways but but on a serious note yeah because i know through your near death experience yeah uh you, you, you that kind of elevated your awareness of taking different things a little more seriously. Yeah. So what are some things specifically because I know you might brush it off, but mm. you're 45 years old. You're probably the most jacked, attractive man I've ever come in contact with. Uh so so I so I want to know. You're, I wanna, you're making me sound like I'm hey,
2: you're like uh, Hansel in that movie Zoolander. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, bro, it's not a big deal. Okay,
1: but, <laughs> but an old guy. But, but I, I do want to know, first of all, uh, maybe one or two things since you've gotten older, maybe since age 40, that right. you've paid more attention to. Mm. So that's the first question I want you to dive, dive deeper into. Mm. It's
2: funny. You know,
1: I try not to associate with
2: people um, much older than me but i have a few friends that um i kind of turn to and ask them is it normal for this do you experience this because literally it's like a fucking light switch that turns off mm. when you're 40. there's um the the end um becomes more palpable more real you I'm not going to say that you live in a fantasy world. Well, I just did. I'm not going to say you live in a fantasy world until you're 35, but there's something programmed in us that understands these stages in your life. Mm. And that wisdom emerges, whether you want to accept it or not. There's a lot of people out here that don't want to accept it. They want to spend their way into that feeling of comfort, you know, Mm. and just avoid the fact that Death is gonna come for you, whether you like it or not. Like you can, with time and with work, you can accomplish anything you want with your life, but there does come a time when you realize no matter what you do, you can't buy any more time.
0: What up, podcast fam? I just wanted to interrupt today's show really quickly to thank you again for tuning in to today's show. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're getting some knowledge bombs that you're gonna implement into your life. And it would really mean the world to me if you took a few seconds to leave a review for the show. It makes such a huge difference in getting more exposure and getting more eyeballs and getting more ears on this message that is so powerful powerful. So it would really mean the world if you took that extra time to leave a review, share the show with a friend. And again, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the show.
1: So that, that, that's like a mindset, a mindset, shift perhaps. Yes. I want to know like X's and O's, like, are there any supplements that you started to take mm. uh, recently that you've seen a lot of benefit, certain movements or changes in your, in your training, stuff mm. like that? I want to, I want to. Yeah, hundred percent. Like,
2: you know, all of my career was based on a certain appearance. And so the protocol had to sustain the appearance which over time became detrimental to the physiology. So I started off as a martial artist. I'm skateboarding, all that stuff. It's more free motion, right? You know? um, and bodybuilding is very destructive. It's body destroying. So you have to take extra precaution. So now I'm more into martial arts. I do, you know, I do MMA training. Um, I'll just work on the beach just to open up the hips. I mean, really, I just want to open up the hips. Anything I can do to keep the hips flowing, that center of gravity, keep the energy, keep the body like pliable and elastic, like a kid. You want to feel like a kid, you know? So yeah, I'm definitely more passionate about exploring those avenues now versus the rigidity of what, you know, has gotten me to the dance, so to speak. Yeah. Um, supplement wise, I do I do a lot of CBD. Uh, I work with a company called Element CBD. Is a great friend of mine. Um, the owner, Adam, and uh, Adam's also a badass jujitsu practitioner. He's pretty much a master at strangulation. Are they based
1: in Miami? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Element Health. Um, okay. So he does very full spectrum high. Like dosage, like very concentrated stuff. So it's like thousand milligrams, you know, like high, like mm. take take the pain away. Yeah. Um, so he believes in potency and quality. That's what he wants to deliver to the product. Not so much, you know, flavor it with lemon so it's palatable. No, it's like you know, yeah. like let me taste what it tastes like. Right. And uh, I do NMN, like nicotinamide mononucleotide. It's a precursor to NAD. So as you get older, um, NAD levels, which are really kind of like the... They kind of regulate... I mean, this is all the work of David Sinclair, so I would reference him if you really want to be more knowledgeable about this. But in terms of cellular health and the energy required for healthy cells to replicate, it's all, you know there's some underlying things that are responsible for, for that. And NAD is one of them. So not to get too biochem about it, but NAD as you get older starts to become short supply. I don't know if that's just programmed cell death, human consequence of aging or if it's environmental factors that play a role in that. But so I supplement sublingual NMN, just, you put, I put it in with like some coconut oil, put it under my tongue and just let it go in through the lymphatic. It's the best way to absorb it. And then um, I've noticed that's helped. Mm. That's helped as far as energy goes. But I like this fasting mimicking thing I've been doing, which is really just a fancy way of saying, I'm doing juice fast. I'm doing super veggie juice fast with like fulvic acid and bee pollen and bee products. Mm. Because we live in a super vibrant environment. There's a lot of honeybees, a lot of pollen, there's a lot of fruit here. Um, So I would get access to that if I lived here. So you always want to eat where you're at. So, you know, enjoy, like if you're in Colombia, you know, you have soups, right? You have mm-hmm. what they have, whatever they have, you have what they have. So there's this thing where there's a lot of doctors and a lot of, uh, studies that support, you know, allergic reactions to foods that like you're eating bananas, but you live in New York. It's the middle of winter. That's bananas. You shouldn't eat bananas. Yeah. Because it's not on your meridian line. Right. You know, wherever you're at, eat where you're at. So these uh, fulvic acid, I don't know if you know about that, but um, it's a full spectrum like mineral that's derived from, it's one step um, in the the natural process before, um, what's that nasty stuff that comes out of the earth that they... It's like a sap you get from the Himalayas. Shilajit, right? It's called Shilajit. Okay. You heard of it? I've shilajit. heard
1: Shilajit. I don't know
2: yeah. what it is. Yeah. So Shilajit is like this super concentrated. It's like the resin. It's like it's like the hashish of minerals. Okay. It's like super concentrated minerals, you know? Okay. And so one step before that is fulvic acid or, or muric acid, which is just plant-based minerals that are bioavailable. Very absorbable. Mm. Okay. So...
1: so- Fulvic acid, yeah. and is, are you taking that in a capsule? No,
2: liquid light. So uh, I want it, uh, who's it? Sunwear is the company. They make a product called liquid light and that's what I take. It's, uh, you keep it in the freezer or the refrigerator, sorry, you keep it in the refrigerator. You do a couple capfuls a day. Numerous benefits from that. The main thing, man, as I got older, I realized, man, minerals, dude, minerals. Like mm. if I knew, you don't know until you know. Right? Uh, you only experience what you need to obtain through the limitations as you go. Right. You discover your limitations. Then you discover ways to adapt. And then you discover ways of, to mitigate those failures or those limitations mm-hmm. or to outmaneuver them. Right? Any means necessary. Life finds a way. So I use many tools, as many as I can. So be pollen too. Be pollen is. Tablespoon of B Pond provides 15 calories. It provides a protein source. It provides full spe- spectrum amino acids. It provides B vitamins. It provides enzymes, everything critical for you, your cells, to keep optimal. Super high nutrient density, low calorie. Mm. So that's what I gig on. I do high nutrient content, low calorie. Because I want mm. my body to be like everything you need sunlight. Salt water, magnetism, not all this drain of digesting food that's just
1: uh, So how often do you do that mimic
2: fast? I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do that. Lately I've been doing it like a lot. I've okay. been getting into it a lot lately. Um, but I, you know, it's tough. We're all humans, you know, for, for you to express what's optimal when you live and bound yourself with relationships and family and obligations, that's the toughest thing I think everyone faces, right? How to juggle all that without feeling guilty, mm-hmm. how to be your best self and know that when you're at your best, you provide for others, but I can't provide help for others. If I can't do my thing, man, yeah. let me do my thing, you know? And just because I'm doing my thing doesn't mean I'm going to forget you. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give back to you. You know, if you're there for me and you're connected to me and you bring value to my life and, you know, there's no obligations, you can bring that energy
1: back, mm. you know, you can. It's a tough, it's a tough balance for people. So I just want to recap because I'm, I'm definitely looking to add a couple things or at least experiment with a couple things. So you have CBD by element, you have this NAD precursor, you have the liquid light fulvic acid and you have the bee pollen. Yeah and is there anything else? You mentioned the ginkgo biloba, right? Oh yeah, ginkgo is like, um, I
2: use ginkgo particularly because of several different things. One, it's unique to me and my medical condition. Um, So the platelet formation, blood clotting, that's the issue for me. So basically a pulmonary embolism is a blood clot that went into my lungs. So to prevent stroke, to prevent clotting, which clotting is, you need clotting, right? If you cut and your blood's too thin, you could technically bleed out, right, faster. Yeah. Well, that's less of a concern for me because <laughs> statistically I'm probably gonna have another blood clot unless I take something that's a natural anticoagulant. <laughs> so ginkgo is an anti, a natural anticoagulant. It's a vasodilator. It opens up your brain to more nutrient flow, more blood flow to your brain. So recollection of facts, cognitive enhancement, you know, sharper thinking, mm-hmm. clarity of thinking. Um, all those things are enhanced. The only drawback is interferes with blood platelet formation, which isn't a concern for me.
1: So if someone is on blood thinners, yeah, no. then there might be an interference. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. OK. And and for everyone listening right now, I'm going to add all of these products to my Amazon portal. So all you have to do is hit the link uh, in the show notes or in my bio and Instagram, and you can find all of these products that we're referencing uh, Mm -hmm. because I really trust David because he's been doing this for a while and I know he studies and researches a lot. I vetted it, man. I vetted it. Yeah, bro. And I actually, I'm curious to know because I'm always talking about blood flow. Mm. Like how can we generate as much blood flow and nitric oxide as possible throughout the day? So I speak about eating foods that are rich in nitric oxide, such as beets, sunflower seeds, Mm. red wine, dark chocolate, dark leafy greens, pomegranate, pomegranate. Yes, that's a great one. Um, Because my thought and, and I've actually been reading about this a little bit lately is like, if you are a man and you don't wake up with an erection, that's like a red flag kind of, Mm -hmm. because there's a lack of blood flow happening. So like there actually is a direct correlation between waking up with a boner and your heart health. So, so I'm wondering, are there any things that you take like specifically for that, mm. for like performance sexually? Mm. No, no. Um, I did some
2: research on that, but you see the problem that I've, there's a lack of studies, right? Because there's so much of a foothold in that space mm. from big pharma. Yeah. So, um and that's something like heart health. I already know that there's some basic things that you can do, like um just working your legs, you know, provides a tremendous amount of benefit to your heart health and to your sexual health. Um if you're working big muscle groups, you know, that tends to to help with heart health.
1: Like I mean big compound lifts, big like compound lifts, deadlifts, squats. Mm-hmm. Um, rows, different things that get your whole body engaged. Yeah, or even plyometrics or hit.
2: I mean, anything that gets the whole body moving, a lot yeah. of leg-based lower you know, extremity movement will really be beneficial. The other thing, though, is like um, it, we compartmentalize, you know. We're, we're so into the mechanistic diagnosis of things and we use words to kind of like isolate things, but it's all holistic and it's all connected. So I tend to focus more on my emotions, you know, mm-hmm. um, and when my emotions are in line, I can relax. And when, when I can relax, like I can breathe properly and when I can breathe properly, the body just corrects itself. It does what it needs to do. And then if I can lay in bed and fall asleep on my back, usually I'll wake up with a morning soldier. But if, but if I can't, I already know I got something bothering me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the rolling on the side, sleeping on the side in the fetal, position right Mm. because that's more of self comforting right if you can sleep with just your arms open on the bed yeah you've surrendered yeah sleep on your back you're saying yeah sleep on your Mm. back sleeping on your back and just i mean anything that enhances circulation obviously is going to be a benefit to that i mean nitric oxide production you can breathe through your nose and get 30 percent better nitric oxide production um sauna Fasting, all those things help with that. Cold exposure. Cold, cold exposure, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that results in the morning soldier, but. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Maybe the reverse sock puppet. <laughs> Go inside out, player. <laughs> We're hibernating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, f- Can't always be so serious, bro. No, so I definitely want people taking note of that who are watching and listening right now is really prioritize things that are going to produce a lot of blood flow throughout the day. Mm. And that's why I'm so passionate about moving Mm. and not sitting. You're so good at that, man, too. Yeah, because... It's so you, it's you,
2: man. Yeah. It's so you. You embody it to such a degree that it's just kind of like there's a guy who's just free. Like you just, you go to your page and you can clearly see you're free as can be. There's no, there's nothing that each day is an adventure for Jeremy, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Each day is an adventure. It's (laughs) just, it's just, I'm just, you know, not a care. I mean, yeah, there's focus and yeah, there's responsibility. There's some cares, some stress. Yeah, for sure. But that just kind of is the wind in your sails, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And you know that, You know, those solutions will find themselves farther along in the destination. You just focus Mm. on that destination, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Well, I mean, do sailors ponder too much where the wind's coming from when, you know, the sails are hoisted and you're catching the energy where you need to go, Mm. right? Mm. Be aware of the change of the winds, but you're not thinking about it too
1: much, you know? Yeah. If you think too much, you lose the moment, right? Yeah, and then, and then and the stuff that I mean, the stuff that we were doing today, some body weight exercises. What's amazing about the way you move is, you know, you've spent so many years crushing it in the gym and like stressing your muscles mm-hmm. at such a at such a at such a high level that your movement with your body is really impressive. Thanks, And a, lo- and a lot of people with like your size, they're so stiff. Steaf. Yeah, stiff. But, But that background you've had of skating and martial arts and all those things has Mm. clearly still resonated with you. Thank God, dude. Yeah.
2: Thank God. I know many people that are younger than me that went in the same career path, and they have half the mobility that I do. Mm. And I really feel for them, you know, because, like, I started making my changes, and I would kind of see that they haven't turned the corner yet, that they're just kind of like you know, lift, you know, hard, like, or nothing, like iron or die, bro. And I'm like, die, yeah. pretty much, because yeah. it's adapt or die, you know? It's like, the human form is so complex. Why relegate it to, to just, I don't know, testing and expressing anger a lot of times and trying to feel some inadequacy or, I get it. I love training. I love training, but i didn 't get into training because I loved it, you know, I got into training because I was in pain, yeah, so it took a while for that to turn to grace, yeah you know and, and then it served a p- purpose. I got what I needed out of it, you know, and then like it has to eventually be your style, like your way, or else you're just going through the emotion you 're going through the motions it 's not
1: real it 's not art, you want it to be your art, right you yeah i'm wondering. You, I know you're going to Bolivia soon, so I want to yeah. hear what that's about um in terms of sharing your methods and working with people do you I know you 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 see people occasionally like in person one on one yeah yeah I'll train people if the if the heart is right yeah if the schedule allows yeah 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 so what, like when you say that you are up until like one or two am working like what is it usually that you are doing what's keeping you up at Mm. night what is like keeping that mind curious
2: yeah creativity like as soon as the sun goes down man you you just you you can tap into the brain the brain like waves that are responsible for dreams for creativity you know like Mm. your, your mind's starting to dial into creating the metaphors and like of what you're learning and just so if you can pick up on that You know, sometimes I like to do that. Sometimes I like to write late night or think creatively. Or you ever woken up like in the middle of the night and just gone, fuck, this is it. This is the idea. This makes so much sense. This brings this together and this together and that together. Boom,
1: boom. And it's like epiphany, right? Is there something you're working on now? Maybe that's that's keeping you up, excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to write a book,
2: um, which sometimes it's my passion. Sometimes it's just a vice, you know, it's like, cause you commit to something, it kind of, and it's not something you're good at. Mm-hmm. It becomes a challenge, but it also comes like arduous and like, I, don't know, I want challenging. you
1: to, I want you to notice two of the things you said just now. Number one. Okay. You said I'm trying to write a book. Yeah. Yeah. Stop fucking fucking saying, trying trying. Just say you're writing a book. Yeah. yeah, So rephrase it. I've started. I've started writing a book. Okay. I've started. Good. Yeah. That's the first process. You also said, I'm not good at it. I'm not. Right. So that's a limiting belief right away. Yeah. And maybe it's like, okay, I'm not a freaking born to be author. Right. But. That doesn't mean you're bad at it, right? Right. Because you're writing your own story. Yeah. Who knows no your, one else story can write your story better than you do? Right, correct, correct, right. So right. you're a fucking fantastic author of David Moore's right. biography. Right, right. Is that correct? I <laughs> wish I could sing it. I, w- I could sing it better. My story, I could sing it better. Well you'll than do writing. the audiobook. You'll do the I <laughs> <laughs> That would be I'll do it. I'll do it. You should have like songs in between, like yo, yo, like this chapter is is David Board exclusive meditations Broadway show. Broadway show.
2: Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Like I'm here.
1: 3:40.
2: 340. Yeah, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping. Yeah, yeah. We're wrapping.
1: No, no, yeah, we're good. That's what I was writing here. I was like, I wanted to show Santiago going until 340. Going until
2: 340. It's Um, okay, we can let the audience know.
1: Yeah, we're very (laughs) transparent here. Yeah, exactly. So basically, Dave and I, before this, we were at the Standard Spa, which is a place that, I absolutely love in Miami Beach. I got a membership a couple months ago. Game guess, changer for sure. Yeah. And we did some movement. We did the cold plunge. We connected with some beautiful souls. Uh, at least tried to. Uh, uh, they had some walls up, but it's okay. We were happy. We're happy to go through those walls. That's but it. there's traffic, and that's why we started a little it's late. Okay. So, so things happen, but dude, I'm loving the flow of this conversation. Yes. And I feel like, I feel like it's honestly a springboard from our first show, because mm. these are things that we didn't really get a chance to cover. Yes. And we had a lot of things that were kind of, we started to unpack, but we didn't really go in. And I'm curious to know all of these tricks, all of these pieces of knowledge, all of this stuff that you've accumulated mm. through doing the work, yes. right? I'm wondering how do you reflect that as being a father? Mm. Because it's like your girls are 11. They'll be 10 next month. They'll be 10. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just curious because I think being a parent right now is super mm. challenging, yes. uh, but you strike me as someone who has so much uh, experience, so much knowledge, and so much compassion and unconditional love. Mm. So I'm just wondering how you try to infuse all of this from you know, healthy eating to getting outside in nature, yeah. all of these things. How do you infuse that into being a dad? It's a challenge, man.
2: Every person is different. Uh, with my case, uh, I have twins, so they very much define themselves against each other. Even if, let's say, for example, you and I are brothers and, you know, we both get introduced to the same game and I love the game, but you're better at the game. So guess who hates the game now? Me. Hmm. Right? So we would in turn become who we're evolving into being because of our relationship with each other. That's the problem with twins. That's the problem with siblings, you know, is that, uh, They're kind of blinded to the fact that they co-evolve together, you know? Mm. And so I'm trying to get each one of my kids to run their own race. Stop paying attention to what your sister's doing. Start paying attention to what you're doing, Mm. you know? Because if you can master that, then all the fear of social judgment and being subject to how other people will judge you and all these things, forget it. forget it you got that singular focus as a as a young kid if you look statistically at a lot of overachievers they come from a family with similar dynamics to where they have to zero in and focus Mm. on not what their siblings doing not what anyone else is doing not what anyone else is expecting but what they're good at Mm. and job of a parent is to identify what your kid's good at regardless don't judge them encourage them steer them you know Like it could be some things that, like oh, there's a little my my own reckless abandonment being expressed here, right? Right? You got to be, you know, very careful on how you help them negotiate through choice and understand the consequences of choice, Mm. and have the accountability of everything is a choice. There's no good people. There's no bad people. There's just choices, good and bad choices. So you
1: you it it sounds like based on that you give them a good amount of kind of freedom Mm. to decide. Yeah know what's right and what's wrong in this situation Mm -hmm. and a lot of times i think that's one of the things a lot of parents struggle with is they hate to see their kid fail Mm. because they know it's going to bring disappointment sadness anger frustration in that moment but it's going to grow resilience Mm. courage right later on so i think that that's amazing that you're instilling that and i and i never really thought about that i guess as a twin there must be this really high level of constant comparing mm. and and do they have pretty unique strengths like very different like one's good at something the other yeah
2: yeah there's a codependency where um, confidence evolves out of observing um, the other person's reaction to new stimulus mm. so one twin will observe new stimulus and will be a little apprehensive and the other one will just jump at it, you know, because, Oh, this is my chance to get ahead. Oh yeah. I had to give them, I had to sit them down. It got to a point where I just had to sit them down and go, okay, I gave them the whole, you know, salmon run thing, you know, like, and how like you're the product of, like, it's hard to talk about sex with your kids, right. especially when they're young. And yeah. I want to I express to them the sanctity of, like, the intelligent design of nature mm. and how it's beautiful, right? Yeah. And nuanced. Well, like, I'm, the ejaculatory fluid is basically, in essence, the salmon run. Mm. Is it not? The salmon go upstream. The vagina is a hostile fucking environment, bro. Yes. It tries to kill. It tries to kill. Yeah. But that's all part of the natural selection process so the, only the fittest of the fittest will reach to the top. will yes. get the egg. Now, of the one million, billion, whatever sperm, one trillion sperm,
1: both of you made it to the finish line. That... Is that is right there something so important to remember when you're feeling upset or when you're feeling unworthy the chances of you being born as a human being are 400 trillion to 1 so think about that sperm that somehow magically swam through this chaotic sea and found the egg and somehow they co-created God bless it! this human. Wow. I love it, dude. Wow. You are meant to be. You are here for you a reason. You are here for a reason, playa. Let's go. Woo. I'm fired up. I, I
2: love it, dude. Yo. I, I love that. Dude, there is something so true about pondering that intelligence and knowing through, like people say you have to operate, you have to have faith sometimes. Well, yeah, you have to have faith sometimes. But sometimes, if you can direct your mind and your intellect towards these processes that are all around you that no one gives a fuck about, it may reinforce your fucking life and your purpose once in a while, right? Yeah. You may just get some confidence in knowing that, shit, man, I'm not going to fall in line because those little fuckers, sperms that didn't make it, what do they do? Jack shit. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm that motherfucker that won, man. We won the race. Let's keep going. And the earth is just another fucking sperm thing where people are trying to race to the top. Right. Right. And then another birth, when you die, another birth happens and you go into your soul comes out and is
1: born. Yo, I just had a crazy idea. Woo! You want to hear it? All your ideas are crazy, bro. I think we should, I think we should oh shit. Dude. I just dropping knowledge. Okay. (laughs) I'm dropping knowledge. Mic drop. So check this out. Okay, cool. I think we should launch like I don't want to say (laughs) I don't wanna say a motivational like series. Yeah. But I think it'd be cool to have like just like two minutes of us inspiring people because i just got fucking stoked i'm like ready for this i'm like yo 400 trillion to one i'm (laughs) that lucky sperm i'm ready to attack life that's it fuck any insecurities fuck unworthiness i am capable i am worthy i am ready i can do anything yes
2: Yes, you're meant to do anything and everything
1: mm. through millions and
2: millions of successfully lived lives. You ever think about that? You think about the chapters of lives that have been uh related to you, right? You do your 23andMe, you do your genetic testing. You're the product of hundreds of thousands of successfully lived lives who have overcome and confronted the harshest fucking conditions that you could ever fucking imagine. I'm not talking about I didn't pay my cable bill or I've got no Netflix or my internet's off. Mm. I'm talking about you didn't eat for two weeks. There's saber-toothed tigers. There's fucking wild animals that are going to hunt you and kill you. You had to rely on each other. And all you had was a fucking flame. Mm. All you had was the light. And everyone had to do their job to take care of that light. Your sole focus was that heat and that warmth. Everything was all about that. And so, you know, when you look at your ancestry and like all those people that contributed to your fucking life right now, right? You would have a stadium of your ancestors, right? All your dead ancestors can fill a stadium and you would be in the middle of that fucking stadium and they would all be going like this. They'd all be going, it's your time, baby. It's your fucking time. Make us proud. Don't drop the fucking ball, man. We did the best we could. You know how much sacrifice, how much suffering, and how much love, dude, that just poured out through the vaginas of your ancestors. Just go, oh, just go, over and over again. Are you gonna be the one person that drops the ball when you have your time in the arena of chance play your fucking hand, go out winning. (laughs) Anyway, there's multiple camera angles here, man. You're making me nervous. No, but seriously, evaluate your life and contemplate these things, man, because your life is far more important than you and what you think and your limited understanding of what life is. Mm. Put yourself in the position of who's contributed and all the endless through time and eons and adversity you're the benefactor of that it's in your genes baby it's in your genes
1: express that shit and check it out Check it out I think that is The perfect place To Finish and wrap up wrap it My up, dude baby. My dude Real quick yeah. I, I know we did this A couple months ago But yeah. where can people Connect with you Well
2: Social media Just get more in Through all the channels so. M-O-R-I-N yes. We'll
1: link to it In the yes. show
2: notes And then I have A respiratory The only World's first Respiratory enhancement Product for training For meditation For anything For movement CrossFit it's getflow2. That's F L O 2, getflow2.com. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm running a special. It's uh, buy one, get one. And for your listeners, they can use code flow25. So they'll get 25% off their entire purchase and they'll get buy
1: one, get one. Perfect. So, yeah. Oh, that's huge. It's a huge deal. We'll definitely, yeah, we'll definitely link that in the show notes as well. And wow, man, like you continue to uh, expand my mind as well as your own. And I'm just so grateful, man, to continue this thing going. And uh, there's a reason you're the first person I brought on for a second time, because mm-hmm. I think you have so much value to offer and so many great stories to tell. And uh, and yeah, man, that was fun. I know yeah. we started late, but wow. Powerful, powerful, Thanks, powerful show. Thanks, and, and guys, you already know what time it is. It's time to recognize your gift, recognize your potential, recognize the fact that the chances of you being here right now, listening to the show are 400 trillion to one. Just, Just think about that. Sit on
0: that and stand up to sitting podcast fam, so many of you have reached out inquiring about one-on-one coaching with me. And I am so excited to announce that I'm finally opening up the doors to my new 12-week transformation program where I'll be working with you to take your energy heart health and mental cognition to the next level so if you are interested in learning more about this program and how we can co-create some magic together please make sure to visit www.thrivewithjeremy.com again www.thrivewithjeremy.com i can't wait to connect and take your health to the next level